of mine. I'm Meg. I sound like death, and I'm sorry. I'm here with Irene. Hi, Irene. Hi, Meg. Don't apologize. You know what? Even though you sound like this, you do sound better than the vocal fry coming out of okay. Rick. I, d- I don't Rick? know a word he said on that day. And now I, I understand why people are so hard bad. on vocal fry people. Okay, I feel bad saying vocal fry from a wo- for uh, it like when I'm accusing a woman of vocal fry because I get it. It's sexist. But Rick has a true problem. Rick has a problem. Rick's vocal fry is not just at the end of a sentence. Rick's vocal fry is every word. So, I tried to imitate him and I c- couldn't even do it. I mean, he just talks I like, well, I can't like do it right now. All. But here's the issue. Like when I hear myself doing vocal fry, I know why it's happening. Right. It's because of what I'm saying and how I'm saying it. Is that his voice? I think that's just his voice because wow. we've. this is the second time we've talked about it. Yeah. And he it is. It is so distracting. I cannot get over it. I can't get over it. I don't I don't know what he said. I don't know what they talked about on that date. <gasps> Why is he doing it for every single word? Why is he talking like this? Or you know what else he did? He did change his voice once and then it was a whisper. He either had vocal fry or a whisper. Those Rem- are our options. Remember when Crystal was on the show and she talked in that oh baby voice baby voice the whole time and then she was on bachelor in paradise and, and she, she spoke normally yes she went a whole season talking <laughs> like that i don't think this is like to make him cuter though or is it is this like his tactic like this is his cute voice like I mean, it might be like uh, a nervous tick because he's on camera like well, I, I do he, vocal fry because i'm talking in a microphone and it makes me nervous that's why it happens to me i i i am speechless he i do you still like him how do you feel about him i like him fine i wish i could understand what he was saying <laughs> maybe that's why you like him because you can't i also is he wearing saying. eyeliner i've wondered this it, it looks like you know the erica jane like mascara running down her face <laughs> meme um <laughs> tom's house is like, broken into he's and just he like, confronted the burglar and then my son rolled his car five times and he had to get <laughs> eye surgery that's the one um uh, he look. I mean, the thing is, is it's if it, it, it's like ta- a tasteful smudge, you know. That's not really the Erica Jane one. That was an exaggeration, but it's like it's like tastefully well, I smudged. I wonder if that's like natural, and if it is, I'm jealous. It's definitely natural. He's not actually putting eyeliner. It looks great. I wish I had the same. I don't think it looks issue. great. I do not like him. I don't like his dark <laughs> eyes. I don't like his vocal fry. I hate him. I I do not care for him. Okay, there's people I hate more. We'll get to it. We start out this episode with Caitlin and Michelle chatting about Jamie. And it's like, who cares about Jamie? I know. That was a million years ago. A million years ago. And they try to pretend like Michelle had actual feelings for him. Guess that what? guy was she didn't. so dumb. She did not. And then some guy falls off a chair out of nowhere. And it's really <laughs> funny. And I funny. love that they included I, it. I will say we're doing this a few days later. So I, I came in here thinking, I don't remember anything about this episode. So I do feel like this episode is like, kind of not memorable like no, nothing yeah. really happened it's, it's a build-a-bear episode it's a nothing oh um yeah sorry we're doing this you're hearing this on monday but also don't apologize to looking people. forward to tomorrow's <laughs> episode you know maybe this is the new pattern i don't know we'll figure it tomorrow's out. episode because tomorrow's tuesday because today's monday I <laughs> okay <laughs> they're listening to this on monday i don't understand podcast date timelines <laughs> but it's fine <laughs> Uh, okay, so Martin gets the one on one. Okay, let card. me ask you a question. I cannot wait. Is it a deal breaker to. <laughs> 
when somebody is deliberately shaving a line into their yes. eyebrow. Yes. Is it a deal breaker? There were a number of things about Martin's look this episode that were a deal breaker for me. The men should wear sleeves. I'm sorry. I hate to be a sexist jerk, but I think that men should have sleeves. Not, like tattoo sleeves? Not to modesty shame. No, like their shirts <laughs> should have sleeves. That doesn't bother me as much. I did wonder, did you notice the tattoo behind his ear? Yeah. That's it's a rose. A, yeah. It's a rose. And so... Is he Brand- a Bachelor super fan? Brandon's like, do you think it's one of those like month-long temporary tattoos um, that he got just for the show? And I went back to his Instagram to try and find out. And it looks like sometime in May he got this tattoo because I... Couldn't notice it before May, and then during sometime during May, he got it. But I do wonder, is it a temporary tattoo that he did? Like, was that possibly while they were taping? It could have been. But I think he still has it now. So anyway, bad theory. Um, but maybe it's like I'm going on The Bachelor, so I'm getting this tattoo to remember my experience. Remember the guy on Ali season who got the tattoo for Ali that said "Guard and protect your heart." I and never then, watched that season, oh but my gosh, I remember Irene, the story. It was so good. And then she left him on a mountainside. No. Yeah, and she helicoptered So he got down. the tattoo during the season? Yeah, he went out and got it. They're allowed to leave and Apparently, go do things Well, at I that think point? the producers were like, yeah, we you have to it. get this. Remember, there was a couple on Bachelor in Paradise that did that. Remember? No. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm I, sure you're right, but I don't remember they it. They broke up soon after. <laughs> yeah, of course they I did. I think one was a firefighter. Yeah, of course There's he was. There's a girl. Anyway. You're either a real estate broker or a firefighter. <laughs> Those are the two jobs you can have on this show as a man. <gasps> okay. So Martin's date card said, let's get love back on track. And guess what they're doing? They're driving cars. They're doing donuts. My favorite activity <laughs> they're drifting, to do girl. at 2 a.m. <laughs> while at BYU. Okay, cute cool. Boy. So happy for them. Kind of took me back. Took me back to my donut doing days. I didn't I didn't do cool like traditional BYU things at BYU. I I mean, I was that was not traditional. That was like cool. That was cool. That okay. was like rebellious. Well, I didn't do cool things either. Um Yeah, this was the the only notable thing I feel like about this date was she was much better at this than he was. And at the end he made sure that she knew that her abilities made him feel bad, which made me want to punch him in the face. Yeah. He goes, he goes, wow, you were like really good. And I thought he was going to say something to me. He goes, you were a lot better than I thought you were going to be, which I thought he was going to say you were a lot better than me, which had been like more, less offensive than you were a lot better than I thought you were going to be. He did a few classic man things these days, this date where I was like, I'm souring on Martin. I don't care for him. At the dinner when he, um, well, first of all, they get in a hot tub in a tire shop, which at first (laughs) I was like, gross. But then I was like, I actually love the smell of tires. So I think I'd be into that. Okay. Do you like that smell? Um, No, I don't think so. I recently had to spend, you know, a few different times, an hour or so in a less Schwab. I didn't like the smell. Okay. But did you enjoy watching Judge Judy? Sure. I assume that's what was on. Um, I don't remember what was on. Okay, it's always Hot Venture Judge Judy every time I go. <laughs> Is Judge Judy still on? Mm, I think maybe not. Maybe it's now just Hot Bench, like her predecessors. Oh, I don't even know what those are. Predecessors come after, right? <laughs> 
predecessor. It's Friday <laughs> and my brain is like pre means pre means before. Picture my brain like with an arm like exte- <laughs> like holding onto a branch. That's We've where I am. We both today. had very um busy times lately, yeah. which is why we're doing this on a different day. So <laughs> okay, don't listen to our details. <laughs> we don't know things right so, now. So. He, while they're talking about it, he says something about Jamie and she doesn't like it. Ooh. Oh, yeah. He like sticks up for Jamie and he's yeah. like, he was my dude. He was cool. And so at the dinner where she looks amazing, by the way, she, she's in that okay. pink dress. Have you noticed that we have never once um, mocked Michelle for what she's wearing? Because no. she looks incredible in everything. She, her stomach. Are you kidding me? She, her, she looks so good in everything. The dresses all look good on her, like stunning, stunning. Yeah, she looks incredible. And she tells him that she was bothered by that. And he said, sometimes I'm really blunt. And men think they can just say that and it excuses right. the things they say when it's actually like, uh, well, guess what? Sometimes you shouldn't be. Really yeah. And also blunt. like, well, I do wonder, like, I am wondering, does Michelle um, maybe... um What's the right word? Overreact in some ways sometimes, maybe. Oh, yeah. We'll get there. Because <laughs> like this, she like took it very personally that he was like, I mean, I, 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 you did what you want to do, which is fine. But like, he was cool. Like he, he was, he never did anything bad to me, which I don't think is like that extreme of a statement to say. Maybe no, on a date. Yeah. No, no. But and for that- her to be like, she was like. He's cool. Was she like, he's questioning me? I was annoyed she, by his comment. She, well, she's like, could he be two-faced? I'm like, hmm. I mean, that's like the opposite of two, two-faced. Yeah. You know, that's like him like actually saying what he exactly. thinks. Exactly. Um. So, but that's not the part that made me mad. The part that made me mad was when he said, sometimes I'm really blunt. It's like, well, I know, you should be better. On. Like, And then he like makes it about him. And how, like, like, she should feel sorry for him. And wasn't it, like, about his upbringing or something? Like, I I don't know. I had a hard childhood, so I'm a crappy person or something. They end the date. They make up. They make out. She ends up, like, yeah, she ends up liking him, I feel like. she He ends up saying whatever it is that he says that, like, kind of changes her mind. And she's like, okay, let's kiss. Yeah. He's, I mean, I don't think he's going much further. No, he's fine. He's like nothing to write he's home whatever. about. Whatever the he's, eyebrow situation is a bit much. Yeah, I it's don't just love it's it. a lot of look. It's he, too much look for me. Like what, I couldn't keep up. Do you remember what his uh, occupation is? Probably firefighter <laughs> or real estate agent. I think he owns like a gym or something. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna look it up. And um, his um, I'm saying I'm a lot, and I apologize. Oh yeah, he's a personal trainer. His Instagram, oh, he has 13,000 followers. Oh, he's the one that has, like, workout. He has, like, his Instagram is just, like, him showing off his abs. Um, So I'm sure, like, in front of a good body, it's, like, hard to not make out with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, he's got good muscles. Listen, he's a I'm, personal not here, trainer. I'm not here to judge Michelle no, for making no, out with no. as many of these guys as she wants I'm to. just trying to understand, like, why, but that makes sense, you know? Yes. So, okay, that's fine. Good job, Martin, I guess. Like, I I just don't have strong feelings about him either direction. Um, The group date card arrives, and it's for Will, Chris S., Casey, Chris G., 
Leroy, Rodney, Olumide, right? Olu. Olumide. Um, Brandon, Clayton, Joe, Romeo, and Nate. And it says, surrender to love, which means, guess what? Guess who gets the one-on-one date? Oh. um, Rick. Yeah. So they each get a gift bag, and in it are pajamas and slippers. And then they show up to, I assume, another part of the hotel because everything's stupid. And Michelle's like, guess what? Slumber party. This is the weirdest. This is the stupidest, (laughs) worst idea. So um, they have like, it's a party for seven-year-old girls. Like there's pizza, there's a -a (laughs) Build-A-Bear. It's so weird, but the guys are into it. Yeah, so into it, in fact, (laughs) that they start ignoring Michelle. And I texted you last night. (gasps) Is it possible? Oh, maybe this is too... I don't know if I should say this. All I'm saying is Michelle in this moment. You relate to her in this moment. Yes. Acts very similar (laughs) to the way I act a certain time of the month. (laughs) I would say I I didn't have that. I didn't have that reaction to this. I actually really empathize with her. And I thought this actually feels really crappy for her. Oh, for sure. Like. I don't, and I think it would have felt crappy no matter what time. And I think, like, if you're with a group of guys that supposedly wants to date you and they're in a competition to date you and nobody's even talking to you, like, that's a nightmare. That feels like an actual nightmare, you know? Like, they're just all hanging out with each other and, like, nobody even says hi. Like, that's pretty messed up, you know? Yeah. And it would, I felt, really bad for her because she was like calling people over like hey um Clayton like come do this cotton candy with me like he wouldn't even look at her like he didn't hear like Clayton Clayton Clay like louder and louder like hey it was really sad um I think part of it is that we've never had a group of men like this before who are what do you mean just like nice dudes i don't know if i would say they're nice dudes they're fine i feel like most this is like any other batch no 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 no, batch. no no because when jamie was like guys can you believe this everyone else was like that's none of my business i absolutely don't care and i feel like another group of guys would have been like you mean to tell me that she was okay seen that's true with a man before the show aired? that's true but i do feel like there are those people still like dumb chris s or whatever that like tattled on whoever for whatever like like identified and rooted out immediately chris s being the exception so far yeah i guess that's true um i okay let me let me switch gears for a second yeah clayton is on this date yes clayton gets some screen time um how are you feeling about clayton he he seems fine i don't know i I do not understand I do not understand. I just am like tortured by the fact that we know that he's an ex-bachelor. I do not understand why he's Listen, picked. he must make it to the final two. I do not like his face. <laughs> That's his, <just> mean. <laughs> his, his um, facial hair looks unkempt. And I think like everything about him is starting to grate on me because I don't get it yet. And I'm mm-hmm. like now looking to understand and I well, don't. And we're staring down the barrel of 
talking about him for <laughs> weeks on it. And it's like, give us something know, to work with here, bud. Like, I can't do it with him. Like, I already dislike watching him. And he's only on for like five minutes in an episode. How am I going to survive? Okay, here's what I think is going to happen. I think in the next few weeks, they're going to have a one-on-one date that goes really well. Like, he's the dark horse, right? He's the, who who was it? He's the Catherine to Sean. Like, laying low... But toward the end of the season, he's really going to blossom, but not enough to win. It's going to come down to him and Nate. What I really think they're doing, too, is I think actually Joe is a dark horse. And I think I think Joe's going to bail. No, I think Joe is going to win this whole thing. And they're not giving he's the Catherine because Catherine okay. wins. Yeah, that's true. Catherine wins. Michelle ends up telling the guys that during the group date, the slumber party part, like, they she didn't appreciate not being talked to. Oh wait, I'm jumping ahead. Well, after There's the a teddy bear fights, which There's like a stupid fight. Who cares? I hate this. Uh, but it's all like the fighting things. It doesn't make sense because they're split into teams, but they're fighting one on one. But the winning team. Oh, is gets it like to stay? Yeah, it was. I just really am over the fighting. They already did like a jousting thing. Like, do we need another fight? I'm sure yeah. there's gonna be like some sort of wrestling. Like, I just don't need more. I also feel like it's really plays into gender stereotypes. You yes, know? it's very dumb. Um, it's called the teddy bear takedown. Is that really what it was called? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then she goes to the. She looks amazing. She's wearing this like little like crop thing with like these cool pants and it's monochromatic and it ties in the front she looks good and everything so she gives them the speech about how she felt unseen and how hurtful that was um and she talks to nate first and he feels bad they all feel bad they all feel bad they all profusely apologize oh yeah there is one part too where she while they were watching the teddy fight thing she was sitting with Tasha and Caitlin and she's like, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to cry. And I'm like, girl, like <laughs> she was being very dramatic about the whole thing. Yeah. And it was kind of like, what, what is this side of you? It must, I mean, clearly. And she says this too, like this is a trigger for her, obviously like feeling unseen. And so like, but it was, um, it was, it was, I'm glad she did say something and she did say it in a very like, a rational way that also explained how she's feeling. So I'm, I think she did the right thing. Um, anyway, so yeah, everyone apologizes. Everyone feels bad. Olu cries. Yeah. And he is like, I feel so, I'm so sorry. Like talks about his sisters and their experiences and how he like hates that he made her feel that way. She gives a rose to him. I think. Right. Because she's like, thanks for yes. being vulnerable. Yes. Thanks for, you know, like he really showed me, you know, that he felt really bad for what he did. Yeah. So then did she tell only the winning team that she felt bad during that date because nobody talked to her? I think so, Yeah, right? but then they come home and tell all the yeah. other guys because they all know about it. Yeah. So then it's time for her one-on-one date with Rick. And it is it is just so profoundly boring. Just... <sighs> Okay. Mind numbing. Did you notice (laughs) when they first meet, you know how usually like the trope is the girl runs up to the guy and the guy picks her up. This did not happen. Um, Michelle, like they hug and his arms are over her entire body. Okay. So he's hugging her over the top, like, like not, not 
exaggerated. I'm literally saying over the top of her body. And he tries to pick her up, but he is not under her armpit. Like, you know, when you pick somebody up, you need a little leverage. He's yeah. over her shoulders oh, no. trying to pick her up. I cried laughing watching how <laughs> awkward this was i need somebody to make a meme about it it is so funny i think i rewound it because it's so funny okay anyway um they find a wish box they say it like it's a freaking pot of gold we found <laughs> a wish box like like every is this, that's a, is that a real thing even i don't know i feel like every trail has some dumb little like mirrors where you stop you can sign and, like a yeah, book like, or something i've never seen a wish box um oh let me tell you something cool though in there's a a field behind our house it's like a well it's more than a field it's like a wooded area and someone set up a treasure box for kids it's like a treasure hunt and so you start in one location and you give they give you clues mm-hmm. and then you uh, unbury this box and okay. there's prizes inside and you also leave like a note and it's really okay. fun to read through like everyone who's done the treasure hunt okay i wish that rick and michelle <laughs> had done that instead of this i don't know Come i think, we, Sandy, I think guys. we still would have been mad about it <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> except you, you get a kazoo if you do it oh okay um okay so do i f- do the are the wishes planted? The wishes are not real, right? The producers put the wishes in there. I feel like if they are real, then I feel bad for the people who did not give their consent for the wishes to be read on. Yeah, that's like reading television. post secrets on t- TV. <laughs> um, but we do find out that Rick's dad, he there was like some wish about I wish my dad had seen the man that I've become. Like definitely planted. Rick talks about how his dad died 3 years ago. Um, and then, you know, they end up going on their later part of their date, which is when the terrible vocal fry happens. And I don't know. I just, we already talked about this, I guess, but it's this guy. I can't with this guy. His story is tragic. He yeah, discovered his dad oh, was course. cheating on his mom. Oh, and I he had to tell her. And then Wait, sh- he discovered after he died? No, or no? before. Dur- okay. And he found text messages from another woman. He told his mom? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I've never (laughs) been in that situation. What would you do? I don't know, but I recently read this book called... Excuse me. I can't think of the name, but it's a true story about a a girl who, like, helps her mom cheat on her stepdad, basically, for, like, a decade. What? And, like, the, the, like, how bad it messed her up. It's a very good book. I wish I knew the name of it. If I'm sure people are yelling at their podcast right now. How old was she when she helped their mom? Like a teenager. What? Yeah. It's crazy. It's called... <laughs> I gotta look it up. And is it, so is it real? Is it a memoir? It's a memoir. What? And it's so good. Man, sometimes I feel like I'm not a good mom, but I hear that and I'm like, hey, you know what? Oh, the mom messed her up so bad. Um. Anyway... Wild Game. It's called Wild Game. Everyone should read it. It was a great read. I love it. And it's great writing. Sometimes, you know, when you have a story like that, you're like, you, she cannot be a good writer with this kind of story because, like, those two cannot, like, the Venn diagrams just never match up. But she, it was a great, great read. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, thank you for that book review. You're now, welcome. we get a private concert from... You're going to be so excited when you hear who it's from. <laughs> who is it? Who is it? 
Andy Grammer. Andy Grammer. In the house. Who is this person? No idea. Never heard of him. Um, I will say the way he kisses also drives me <laughs> insane. He leads with the tongue. So no. that his tongue is no. sticking out no. as he goes in for the kiss. No. It's like, <laughs> dude, like, just why? Why? I mean, anyway, I ask that okay, question all I the will, time. I did write down some of the lyrics of this song because oh, please, it was so please, bad. Please, please, please. Everything's going to be all right. Got a brand new, got a brand new, got a brand new lease on life. Mm. That's, those are the lyrics. So, you know. Okay, Do you feel like we need to like incorporate more words in our language so songwriters <laughs> have more to work with? I think we have a lot of words. I just think, you know, we don't utilize like That's 85%. That's fair. Um, okay, let's move on to the rose ceremony. Well, they, first we got to talk about how they all descend on that staircase. Oh my gosh. Like it's staircase. a Miss America pageant. And like why? Like they just always keep having to go back up. It kills me. Why it is, is there no so other thing at the Funny. That. Where's the elevator? Why are we doing this staircase <gasps> oh, parade? And like, over why and over? is there no other room on that first floor? Like, no. why? Stage, why just, do you they gotta, have to keep they going back the up? Whole staircase just to go to that one room. Oh, I mean, she's I'm, I'm sure in like three to four inch heels. She's That's, gonna fall eventually. Like, she just, is the most graceful woman alive. But <laughs> no one can do that staircase that many times and heels. not fall. Oh, okay. So Chris S. has decided he wants some screen time. Oh, this is so weird. And he like gives a speech about how she didn't feel heard and how they should all be ashamed. Um, And then he talks to her and he's like, you know, Nate said that he's confident he'll get a one on one. As soon as he said Nate's name, I'm like, get that name out of your mouth. Get that name out of your mouth. They always say that on this show. And Nate definitely used those words. Don't put your name in my mouth. I freaking love or Nate. Don't put my name in your mouth. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Nate's fine. For I me. love him. <laughs> I'm obsessed with the two of them. Um. He. Did you notice he had a fat lip from he the teddy bear lip? competition? <laughs> Come, teddy. What is it called? Te- teddy bear takedown. He had Amazing. a fat lip. And you know what? He didn't complain about it one time. So points for Nate. Nate. Yeah. Uh. Nate's mad because that gets back to him. Chris S has like I was trying to like pinpoint the energy. Mike Myers, Mike Myers, like like the Mike Halloween Myers or, in no, like um, Austin Powers. How How I Married an Axe Murderer. Okay, I was I was like I'm like wait, definitely help I ma- wait help I married an axe murderer. Is that what the movie's called? So I married. An so a- I married an axe. Is it so? I can't remember. <laughs> We're so bad that movie's great by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, I'm like it's like a '90s. He's very 90s with that fluffy hair yeah, and like yeah, kind yeah. of a part. Yeah. But it's also like not funny Michael Scott energy. Like he's got like a I am like the boss, but like he has actual no boss energy. You know what I mean? He's like real. I don't know. Assistant to the regional manager. Right. Energy. Yeah. Anyway. I don't like. I don't. No. I don't, it's I don't just like. like yeah, he's, you know, like. The villains are like a hydra. Like you cut off one head and another one pops up. He's just the latest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And clearly she had to keep him because the producers <laughs> were like, you got to keep How him. How did you feel about Nate like repeating over and over? What a weirdo. What a dweeb. A dweeb. Dweeb <laughs> killed me. I, I hope there are less it. and less dweebs in this house. He's such a dweeb. It's a perfect description. It's so funny. It's it was like, so funny. Did it? Was it LeBron James who called Trump a dweeb or was it like a dork or something? It I was some like 
very mild insult that just felt so much harder because of how mild it was it like was. it's so extremely accurate that's yeah. like you gotta respect it you yeah. know dweeb <laughs> and it, but he was like he seemed so mad and angry and like for him to just say dweeb over and over was so funny i loved it i yeah, love it Nate. was really funny. again i'll repeat he has no patience for this guy nor should he. Um, I feel like um, Joe finally had some screen time in this. He had like a little one-on-one time with Michelle during the rose ceremony. And I really like Joe. I like Joe too. I just wish he was giving us a little more. He probably is. But the producers are tricking you into thinking. Thinking it's Nate. No, I don't know. Into thinking he's not going to win. But I think Joe's going to win. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Um. Oh, also Rodney. She and Rodney had a cute, had some cute one-on-one time. I like Rodney. Rodney's great. He seems like such a great guy. He's funny. He's funny. And this is when she tells him, I need you, like, you know, he was saying, I don't know what, how she, he led into this, but she said to him, like, you just need to tune other people out. That's what I'm asking you to do. Tune other people out, which is like a cool thing for a bachelorette to say. Yeah. To a contestant. Because then he's like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. I'm so going to win. She really likes him. I know. Your nails look great. Thanks. They're like very grown out. One of them broke. I got to figure out some some sort of solution. We should do a podcast just about your nails. No, we should not. It's so embarrassing. <clears throat> so she gives roses to everybody except Chris G, our poet oh, our from poet. Nova Scotia, who keeps saying a boot and I'm going to miss him. <laughs> Romeo, Romeo. Ah, the injustice. Romeo looks so. Romeo good in is so cute. I was sad that he had to go, and Will, which whatever. Not I never loved him. Will. It was his time, I think. So I mean, it wasn't the most eventful episode, but next week looks like a real barn burner. So can't wait for that. Yeah, I can't wait. We'll be back to talk about it. Who knows what day? We'll see. <laughs> kind of a floating schedule <laughs> given our lives. Next week I'm a little more free. So. Okay well we'll, 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 we'll touch base we'll offline. See. Thank you for listening everyone and we will talk to you soon. Bye! Bye.